nothing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. And welcome into the radio program. Puck and the gas man is back, ladies and gentlemen, wearing his Indiana Pacers Victor Oladipo jerseys back got- after his... His uh, his trip back east for his his project his book yeah I gotta tell you you're gonna like this okay uh, because I I I thought about buying I love this shirt this Victor Oladipo shirt I thought about buying it a few weeks ago and I'm like no nah, if I, if I buy it I'll jinx him if I you know only well, if I need to buy it so they'll win <laughs> so finally after he has the massive I can't remember if it was game five or he yeah. just has a sensational game I'm like I right, to hell with it I'm getting one they're get gonna it. they're gonna beat Cleveland and I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna wear it during the Celtic or the Raptors series. Well, they lose. But I'm like, all right, this will be good. I'm, I'm a wait-till-next-year kind of guy, and I love where the Pacers are right now. So I get this, and, and honest to God, this is how pathetic my life is. It's there when I get home last night, my first thought is, I'm going to wear this in and show it to Niner Nate. He's the one guy that will appreciate, since Niner Nate has the largest collection of sportswear known to man. He'll appreciate this, and he'll be very impressed with me. You know, here I am. I'm, I am an old guy buying team memorabilia. That's great. I walk in. I go, hey, Niner Nate, look what I got. I unzip my jacket. Look at this. And he goes, well, you know, they're not going to be able to beat Boston next year once LeBron goes there. <laughs> Nothing like, God, that's really cool, or, wow, gas, way to support your boys. Uh, no, just, and I'm like, what the hell do you mean? What? Maybe he's going to go to Indiana. You don't know where LeBron, maybe he's going to go to L.A. and play for the Lakers. The guy, maybe he's going to stay in Cleveland and celebrate another championship. I, Who knows? I've been warned, and we, we, we had, you were gone. We, we put 9 and 8 back on the street again. We, we, we sent him down to Safeco to interview Preacher. Man, we may, I think, for the Monday audience, and really for you, because you haven't heard it. We may play that again at to. some point uh, during the show for a good laugh. But we and got I, bigger news today. We got bigger, bigger fish news, to fry. And I have to, I just had to, I had to, I had to scrape out the person's name on my show sheet. Because I literally was about this close mm, yeah. from saying, well, coming up today, blah, blah, right. blah, blah. And I, joining us. We have gone, how, well, how long has it been? Has it been a month and a half? Month? I started March 26th is when I was sentenced. Okay, so yeah, so we're uh, yeah we're a little. I can't do math in my head, so I don't, mm. I don't know how long we've been doing this, but a long time. I have, I have, we have kept this a secret. Amazingly enough, now and, there seems to be a lot of people who who are speculating, oh, and, sure, and, and that's fine. Speculation, but we, it is pretty amazing that no one here yeah. has spilled the beans either on social well, media or on the air. I'm shocked at two people. Yeah. Okay, one is me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm an idiot. I'm like Barkley. But you could like, say it. You can, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm like Charles Barkley. You just put anything in front of me. I'm just amazed, especially the first day we did the show. Mm-hmm. I let it almost come out four times. I, think I, I remember, remember yeah. specifically yeah. where I almost almost hit my camera. And the other one is Softy. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. just stunned that Softy in his mouth yeah. has not just blurted it Softie out. Softy may blurt it out before 11 a.m. Probably he may just will decide. But and, it, and not that there's anything wrong with Softy. He's, he's, a, he's a big love you know, big lovable animal that just gets super excited, and I just expected at some point it to yeah. come out. He gets worked up. He gets very much worked Softy up. Softy does. So at 11 o'clock today, we will uh, we will finally announce uh, who will be carrying me uh, in the future. You have carried me for the last month and a half, and this person will come in at 11 o'clock, and he will be the person that will just carry me for the rest of my life. And okay. am I still here till June 30th? I'm, I'm attending can... my own execution today. It's like, <laughs> gas, come on in, and we're going to announce who's going to replace you. Like, well, that said, like a hell of a way to do a show. This is fantastic. <laughs> I did kind of think about that today. Hey, it's hey. great you're here, but screw you. The next yeah. guy's in. This is uh, fantastic. Yeah, so it'll be fun. So if uh, you've got a great poll question uh, up there uh, that we well, put up on Twitter. 
It's, it's all five of these people are possible here. Yes. It's, it's so much of speculation about uh, at Jason Puckett 20's new co-host centers around the idea that he is a former at Seahawks star. Sure. Okay, I'll play your little game, Seattle sports speculators. Which former Hawks star would you like to see join him? This was the first poll question I had to do three times because I kept screwing things up. And Twitter, God love them, refuses to add an edit button because why do that? <laughs> Why have an edit button? Because everybody knows nobody ever makes a mistake. So, Gotta love it. So finally we have it up. It, it's working. It's four choices. Stan Gelbaugh, legendary you know, guy whose uh, Hawks career was, was brief, but he, he won a big game on Monday night yes. for him. Uh, uh, the night Pete Gross said goodbye to everyone, two nights before Pete died, yeah. went to the kingdom. Stan Gelbaugh led him to a win that night. Uh, Eddie Lacy is is a you know he's talking about a Seahawks star. I mean, a guy. It's hard to pick one moment that was the best. Uh, uh, Jeremy Stevens slash Hope Solo. It's the old Hillary and Bill thing. You get, you vote for me, you get both of us. <laughs> Stevens and Solo. Right I think there. that may be the best. Could be the best possible outcome. And then actually a better, uh, uh, a better nine or eight anecdote than the than the one yes, that I told yeah. is uh, the fourth choice is Bubba Bearing, and then nine or eight looked at it as a lot of people of his age would sure. and go, "Who's Bubba Bearing?" <laughs> And it's good to know that that, that Bubba Bay Ring's time has been is being eradicated. But the young people have no reason to know who he Niner is. In Niner Nate's defense, he right, didn't grow right. up here. He's a Bay Area kid. How would you? And, and again, I, I kind of took like, okay, that's good. Yeah, because we looked it up. We want to be respectful. Yeah. And Bubba is still alive. He's eighty nine. Right. God bless him. He's still. Because I asked, I said, I don't know, is he still with us? Yeah, he's, he's still, still kicking it around, still Does doing the, the Felsey, museum thing. Do you know who Bubba Bearing is? If I asked you, Feltsy's not even listening to the show. If yeah, I asked, he's, he's who's Bubba Barry? Do you know who that is? No, I do not. Okay. No, it, it's and he grew up here. Yeah, right. But, uh, you know, in all honesty, how would even if um, even if his tenure here had been good as an owner, right? Yeah. You know, who was the first? Who was the first uh, Seahawks owners? I mean, you know, I mean, we know, but yeah. you know, because they you know, nobody, nobody, and I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog, and nobody, <laughs> and I mean nobody. <laughs> Ever bought a sports ticket to go watch an oh. owner own? No, God no. You know, nobody does. So, but Bubba Baring, for those of you who don't know, because there are a lot of new listeners, was the owner of the Hawks. Yeah. He bought them from the Nordstrom family. The Nordstrom family was under a lot of heat. Everybody in Seattle got mad at the Nordstroms. They started cutting up their credit cards. They would they would mail in their credit cards. Yeah. And so the Nordstrom said, "Okay, well, how about we sell it to a developer from Oakland? Let's see where that gets us all." Yeah. And then everybody's like, no, 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 wait a minute. We, we want still you to love you. Come on now. And Bubba came up here and uh, and tried to move the team. He's the guy who took the team to Anaheim. They were in Anaheim for yes, four of weeks. Yes, everyone remember, remember Dennis Erickson practicing down there on the Anaheim field. I don't even know what field they were on. It was like, wasn't it a community college or something they were it, down there? And on? it wasn't four weeks. I think it went, maybe it was closer to like two because the, the, the uh, King County called the NFL and said, hi, how are you? It's, uh, it's us. It's King County. Uh, well, so we got this lease here, and legally, you guys have to be up here. And and then and then the best part was then when Bubba said he uh, wanted to move to Southern California because he was afraid of earthquakes. <laughs> That's right. I'll, I'll let that soak that. in for a I minute. Now, that. granted, we've had our share up yeah. here, and we're due for one. But I mean, he he wanted. Uh, well, I'm, I'm afraid of earthquakes. Mm. So you're gonna move to L.A., huh? Okay. Yeah. So that's who Bubba Bay so, is. So some would say that coming up at 11 o'clock is, is certainly the biggest announcement uh, that we have of the day. The biggest news of the day. Who's going to be sitting uh, with me, holding my hand here for the next, uh, we, we hope, years. But I really think the biggest news of the day is, ladies and gentlemen, we turn the attention to Feltsy. Happy birthday. Oh, it's his birthday? Jackson oh, thank you. Feltz. Jackson Feltz, ladies and gentlemen. He is, uh, 20, he is 20, how old? 26. 26 
what would you do? Who would you kill in this office to be able to transport yourself back to being 26? I'd kill Neil. If you could just give me give me a weekend or a I don't care who it is. The only reason Neil is acceptable is because he's, he's almost dead. he's 104 years old he's or something. Yoda. He's all, he's had a no, good he, life. No, I couldn't kill Neil. I could, Neil's too good a guy. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to think of somebody I really somebody somebody in promotions. No, they don't know. I like all of them. But Some, what would you do just to give give yourself a yeah, weekend? Yeah, you're back at being 26. So 26, oh, 26. God. I have just uh, uh, actually I'm still in Nebraska. Okay. The little bitty town I was working at in Nebraska, but I'm getting ready to move to Virginia, to Dude. Harrisonburg, where I'm going to do games for James Madison yeah. University. I'm going to meet my wife, uh, my future wife. Uh, I'm going to, um, yeah, so 26 yeah. was fine. 26 was a great, although I wasn't making any money. We had but that in common. But it's just fun. 26 is fun. It's a great age. God, you're not 30 yet. You know what? You wake up and everything doesn't hurt. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! It still does no, it after doesn't. after a couple now, of weeks ago. Jack Gas, you were, you weren't with us last week because you, you were back doing research for your book. Now his wife and we. This was this was you. You missed some hard hitting yeah. sports topics when you were gone. <laughs> yeah, this one took up the majority of I don't know which show it was. I think it was Friday. She gave him a hall pass to do whatever he wanted to do on Sunday. Mm. Not a hall pass. She just said, "My present to you is." I don't care what you so, do. Do whatever yeah. you want. Not a hall pass in the definition Not of hall, a hall pass. Right. She didn't say, hey, bring it. I don't care. You know, whoever you've been had your eyes on for a while. No, no, no wife's going to do that. True. That's a good no. point. Uh, but, but, and I think I know what he did. Yeah. So you had Sunday to yourself that for people just, you know, who weren't tuning in, you could do whatever you wanted to on Sunday. Now, we do a poll question up there. Now, I can't remember all of them, but I do know what won. Uh, edibles and yard work. <laughs> there was also Marvel movie marathon. Marvel there was, movie marathon. There was transitioning. Yeah, he, like Ichiro. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. you weren't here for the Ichiro. He transitioned I, I, to I'm a gonna, new role. I'm going to need that explained to me. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, hang on, what? I mean, that's the best story of the weekend. He, he, the guy's up. He's taking batting practice. Yeah, I, I, I'm, what, wait, a, what? What's going on He's here? Transitioning I, to his new role. And what? Do you remember what the other? No, option I was? don't. But edibles and yard work. One. What? What did you do Sunday? I had a great day. I I love cooking, so I made pancakes. I played Madden. And I listened to Dave Matthews. I uh, went to the Mariner game, and it was beautiful. I wanted to see Otani versus Felix, uh, and then I made surf and turf for for dinner before uh, uh, watching Westworld. It was a wonderful day. I loved my. What, day. what kind of seats you get for the M's game? Uh, it was the bleachers in center field, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite areas because you get you get the shade, especially for these afternoon games. You get the shade for the first half of the game, then you get the sun for the second half. It's Did you not time. tell me via the Twitter that um, that that you, I could call you crazy? Mm-hmm. But you that they are better than any other seat in the building. I think there are two. There are two best seats in the building. I think it's three hundred level above mm-hmm. first base where uh-huh. you get the view of the city. Mm-hmm. And then I love the center field bleachers. So if I put you in the front row of the owner's suite, where I'm, you've got a complete paid for cocktail bar, complete paid for great food, uh, I'm going to get you parking, get you the whole thing. You're going to say, you know, gas. Did it be lost on me? I'd rather go sit 450 feet away from home plate. Well, a I've never sat in those seats, so I well, don't know what they're well, like. What I'm saying, you got a dream. You got to, you got to see yourself as being worthy of that. I can't even imagine those seats because I've never even come close to sitting in those seats. I need I, to imagine that. I would that. say that, yeah. If you throw in all that stuff, I would, I would tend to agree. If you threw all that stuff, you can do the the drink, the you know, the full on taking care of drinking and the mm-hmm. and the food and all that. Yes, but I would, I see, I would agree with 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 Jackson on this one because I sit in the left field bleachers. I right. sit right above the bleachers are great. Right above Look, the, the, the bullpen. Just because I like it up there. I like to spread out. You're they're, they're yeah. bleachers. You don't need you're not in a you're not in a seat. Exactly. Because I always when when we've had season tickets for the Seahawks growing up, mm. 
And then even when I had them, we always sat in the 300 level. Because I just like I like that angle. And, and here's the other part of this is that there, you, whatever. listen, there that's are a great Sunday, there are some, there are awesome, some awesome fans back there. I sat next to must have been a 50 or 60 year old uh, Japanese woman. It looked like, and she was I don't know what she was swearing, but she was yelling wow, at Otani the entire game. And she, <laughs> wearing, and she was wearing Mariner gear, and it was absolutely Did wonderful. They boo, now they booed him when he came up. Uh, yeah. What was that Saturday or Friday? Did they? Or he didn't play Saturday. Did, uh, they, when he came to bat on yeah. Friday, they booed him. And everyone flipped out, like, why are we booing him? I don't know, because he plays for the rival team. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't understand anyone getting upset that we booed Otani. That was great. Should we not have, should we have given him a standing ovation? Hey, thank you for not choosing us and choosing our rivals. Thank you very much. You shouldn't boo him, should you? Why would you not boo the guy? I did. Uh, but when he was, when he came on the mound, how was the reception? Oh, yeah, boos. Yeah, I mean, as as it should be. That's the only. Of course, it should be. Uh, I love it. Can I give you a good? I had to look up the guy's name. Masanori Murakami is notable for being the first Japanese player ever okay. to play in the major leagues. He played okay. for the Giants in the sixties. Okay, he's a pitcher. And and your thing made me think of this. My dad and a couple of his friends went down to see him. In I think he was in Cincinnati, and they they wanted to see this guy. And he and and he's pitching that night. And and one of my dad's friends in the war had learned Japanese. <laughs> So he's yelling at this guy all night, throw the spitter. Give a, you know, have you say that in Japanese? He's yelling. And, and they said that the, the guy kept laughing. He couldn't figure out who was yelling at him, but he kept laughing on the mound because he's in Cincinnati for crying out loud. Yeah. Somebody's yelling, throw the spitter at him in Japanese. That is great. So you had a wonderful day. It was a fantastic day. Fantastic so. birthday. That's a, that's a good rundown. Yeah, because today is very, a very busy day. I have a lot of whole stuff to do today okay. and, and, and things to do and, and appointments to get to. So. Today's All right, our big nice. announcement coming up at 11 o'clock. Who, who will carry me here for the next uh, few years? Well, few months. Really, it'll be like six months, and they'll get tired of me, and then uh, it'll boot me, or you know, this person will boot me off. But uh, we got a poll question up at, uh, at Gasman206. You could also chime in who you think it will be at 11 o'clock, our big announcement, new co-host. Uh, you can do so on the Heritage Distilling text line at 494-51. We should talk about our baseball team, Otani. we got to get your thoughts on transitioning. And what you think that means yeah, I, for a for a superstar to transition? If you've ever transitioned before, I I, I was uh, I thought it was very interesting. I mean, look, yeah. hey, you know what? So what? You know, but yeah, it is kind of it's different. It's, he's definitely been a trailblazer every step sure. of the way in terms of stuff he's tried to do, and it sounds like he wants to keep playing. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about all those things coming up next in the radio program. Back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Hi, welcome back to the radio program. Puck and Gas with you. Stay tuned. 11 o'clock. Uh, we'll promise we'll try to hit it right at 11 o'clock. So, Jackson, you got to keep me on. Really? Is that, uh, Are we really well, going to try and do We're going to try. Yeah, you, you know me. With the, you were right about the clock. I will. That doesn't seem like us. I will bastardize the clock. That, uh, that is in my DNA. We will make the announcement uh a newest member of our radio program that uh, will sit next to me uh, starting uh, very shortly. We'll make that announcement at 11 o'clock. Uh, my new co-host, uh, Gas, has been uh, been wonderful to work with here. Well, I'm not leaving today. You're not leaving Maybe today. I am. That would no. be a great surprise. Hey, and by the way, today is your last day. Today, if, if you see Dove, you see the big guy, pull you aside with a manila when, envelope, run. When I turned in my resignation in 2012... Uh. Uh, my, I get, I get her my last day. My key card didn't work. I'm like, geez, you guy, could you, could we have waited one day? Could you uh, let me do the show and you could have turned? Didn't you try to send an email? Wasn't I, I couldn't get on the system. <laughs> now there were two people that worked here at that time that if I saw them 
If they were on oh. fire, I wouldn't pee on them. Honest to God, I would. I, I just, two people who I'm, I'm glad are no longer in this building, and who handled they they did some shady stuff right at the end, and and they know who they are. Let me tell you something. They know who they are, uh, and uh, and I wish uh, I wish for them to constantly step in dog excrement. So you can you can vote. Gas got it. We got a poll question up. Gasman two oh six. So much speculation about new co centers around the idea that it's a former Seahawks star. Uh, I have said. Uh, let's see. We have uh, we have Bubba Bearing, uh, Jeremy Stevens slash uh, Hope Solo, and she's that's the huge winner right now. Everybody wants to hear that. Show. Eddie Lacy or Stan Galba. Now I'll tell you, there is a, without revealing it. Mm. There's a for me who I would like it to be. There's a clear cut and, and home it, run number and one. Person. It's odd. This guy is such. An obvious number one for you that in the six, eight weeks we've been doing this, I remember you saying this. Remember you bring it up going, oh, my, this guy was my all-time favorite guy. It's just one of those weird things. So uh, you can also uh, lob in your opinion on the uh, Heritage Distilling text line at 49451. If you think that's not one of the options, who do you think will be joining the radio station? We make that announcement coming up at 11 o'clock. I like the one that just came in, uh, Kevin O'Neill. Of course, former Arizona Wildcat basketball coach, yeah. now star of the Pac-12 Network. Uh, Chuck and I had him on for a very memorable interview a few months ago, where we just yelled at each other, and then he—I re- don't—he refused to answer questions. He had a bad. What do you mean Washington has no chance to win the Pac-12? Like this was the point. Now he actually turned out to be right, but this was like the point when Washington basketball was like out of control, good. Like, and you're like, they just had beat Arizona, uh-huh. and we're like, you know, hey, I'm like, hey, Kevin, you know, this roundabout way. I mean, Washington. I mean, we, none of us really think this is going to happen, but. They got kind of an outside shot to win this thing if if things break the the right yeah. way. He's like, no, they don't. No really? shot. Right. No really? shot at all. I'm like, well, they they technically have a shot. I mean, yeah. they just beat Arizona, and I mean, I think that that's a pretty good basketball thing. He's like, well, <laughs> well, you know, they play again. I'm like, well, actually, they don't play again. They only play one time. Well, <laughs> no, they're not a shot. Just, <laughs> and then he was, didn't know who DeAndre Ayton was. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, and it went downhill from there. You've had those interviews where uh, it just goes downhill and you can't save it. Well, a guy like that, it's like you, you, the broadcasting business, boy, no. no <laughs> Certainly not here, but in a lot of places, we'll just bring anybody in. It's like, hey, what, what do you what do you do? Well, who cares? Bring him in. He's a name, and you know, if you can't handle yourself, and no offense to you, if you can't handle yourself with a couple of nitwits like you and Chuck, it's right. like, really, you didn't, you, you, you can't react to that by saying, yeah, you know what? I would kind of disagree. I don't think they're going to win the Pac-12, but yeah, you're right. They got a shot. And it was, also, I, you know, you know, there's a way to handle that where you don't take the whole thing off and the so tracks. Like, it, like you, you can pronounce like Aiton's name. Different ways, like Aiton. Some people say Aton. No one really knew how to say his name yeah. at the beginning, and yeah. and, and, and I think funny. Chuck was asking. But, but Chuck about, still said the Arizona, like the Arizona, Arizona center, man. like DeAndre Aton or whatever he called him. You're supposed to know that, Kevin. And, and, and then Kevin O'Neill was like, well, "Who's that? Yeah. You mean DeAndre Aiton? Like, oh my <laughs> God, man, really? And I liked Kevin O'Neill. I still like Kevin O'Neill. That's but, uh, he will not be. Well, maybe he will be. Uh, there's another one that say? just came in at four nine four five one, and I'm, and I'm gonna. A lot of people that are texting saying you're getting it wrong, which is the 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 funny thing. Uh, I would take Jen Cohen. I can tell you, I, without a doubt, it's not Jen Cohen. Did she play for the Seahawks? Washington. Uh, she did not play for the Seahawks. But That'd be good. Her and Jen. Jen and I doing a show together. We we got a tweet from right. Music Animal who says anybody but Steven Solo from this list. I'd say Eddie Lacy. It's like, yeah, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You may be we kind of missing. find a guy that could roll up his sleeves and get dirty. There you go. It was gritty and scrappy. Uh-huh. Oh, we would uh, the one-two combo that we would provide the airwaves in Seattle. I hope. Uh, here, here's my. Thank my, you. Oh, love you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> if we ever got the uh, the the beloved Huskies back on this radio station, the mm-hmm. one thing I will march into Purple Sheets office and say, Softy can have them all. 
Coach want, Pete yeah. Hopkins, mm. the, uh, Heather Tarr. He, I just want one, I want to visit once a week from Jen. The, the Jen Cohen Show. The Jen Cohen with Show. With your host, Jason Wait, Puckett. Wouldn't that be fun? And it'd be great because you saw her say, look, this guy's a cougar. Yeah. But he's going to be respectful, and it's good. You'll have somebody. You'll have to. You know, have to. You know, be pretty good at dodge and parry and all he that stuff. Oozes with passion. Yeah. This would be the open of the show. All right. So you were gone last week for three days. You're back. You're back in. Mm-hmm. He's doing some uh, finishing touches up on a book. When will the book be available? Oh God, I wish it was the finishing touches. <laughs> we're, we're. I'm still in the phase where I'm like, well, who is going to want to read this crap? Do we have uh, no, a target date? Yeah, I want we want it we want to bring it out this fall. We want to bring okay. it out in time uh for the for the football season, not quite for the start of but but the middle of the football season and then roll it into the holidays and then roll it and into the And we we've, we've told people guys. what it's about, right? It's about a guy named Joe Perzicki and in 1980 and uh, Joe and I've known each other for years. In 1981 at the age of 34, he was hired at Delaware State College. He was the first whitehead football coach at a historic black college or university. The There's only been two that have ever done him and one other guy. It's already fascinating to me. Everything about it that you would think, well, God, I bet there's some obvious storylines. Yeah, there are. There are some. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's amazing. And, and again, Northwest sports fans may remember that Delaware State in 1980, right before Joe gets hired, comes out to Portland State and a, and a coach named Mouse Davis yeah. in Portland State, they hang 105 points on the woeful Hornets, they beat them a hundred five to nothing, and it was from that that that's that's when the program obviously had completely cratered. Yeah. Now, like, are we going to do something? And what they end up doing is bringing Joe in, and Joe has a a, a a really real tough first two years, and then has two really good years, and then they get rolling. And he he left, and a guy came in, and they kept rolling. And it, it, it's an unprecedented era of success for us. So it's a cool story, cool. and and uh, and it's been. It's been. It was fun to talk to Mouse Davis. Yeah, I bet. about it a little bit. It sure. was, uh, and when we're talking to some of you, uh, it, it's kind of walking in some some footsteps of some ghosts because there's some characters that are yeah. not around anymore. So right. you got to go back and piece together newspaper articles. I've spent a, I've I've spent an inordinate amount of time, and we'll move on to something more pertinent in a second. In the Delaware State Capitol archives <laughs> in Dover. Uh, and inordinate. I mean, they they know me. I walked in the other day. They hadn't seen me. Hey, how Mike? you doing, Mike? Yeah, good to see him. Good, good to see all you. The regular. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I remember no no beverages in here. Yeah, you bet. I I don't need to do jail time. I'm not. I will not survive jail in Dover. So you met. So you were out the the last uh, three days, and in that time, we had it was unbelievable. We in the middle of the show, right? We have we have the announcement on each row. Mm-hmm. Um, right, the middle of our show, we have the announcement that uh, that Cliff Averill has been been cut by the Seahawks with a failed physical. But the Ichiro news was the main one that came out, which was the oddest press release we've ever read. Yeah, that yeah. he is in transitioning to a new special assistant uh, to the chairman, and then you're like, okay, and then you read. I remember we're reading this on on the air, and my God, this is weird. There's no mention of retirement. No, I, that stuck out to me. First thing. I forget where I was, but I'm looking at it going, all right, this seems odd that the R word is not being used. I mentioned that to Jackson. I go, read this again, because it literally just happened in the middle of the segment. You tell me if you you see retirement. No, none of us see retirement. And then it's like maybe two minutes later, Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, the agent for Ichiro comes out and says, "Uh, no, he's not retiring. He's not at all. He's, he's he wants a chance to play next season, and then you find out all the other particulars of it. He's still going to be in uniform. Still going to have a locker. Still going to shag fly balls. He's going to do BP. All of that. Uh, so it's an interesting setup that the mm-hmm. Mariners have um, have put out there. But I'll just add your your reaction to to all of that. Well, a couple of things. Uh, a, you know, again, 
So what? That's fine. There are certain guys in your organization that by what they do, they put themselves in a position where, hey, you know what? This is something we haven't tried. We're going to do it. You know, The Mariners have always been uh, innovative in the way they've looked at things like this. You know, I say, okay, well, why not? Why can't we? If he wants to hang around, they all say he's been an incredible positive influence on the team. Say, okay, well, you know what? If he, because most guys wouldn't want to do that, they'd feel embarrassed. Yeah. A lot of guys would be, you know, Mike Schmidt always comes to mind. It just just breaks down crying. I can't play anymore. He didn't want to hang around. Right. He, he was, each row's not most guys. We know he's a different cat, and, and he wants to hang around and help. The other thing I wonder, and I, I don't know, has, is, is there anybody. You know, are we feeling a little sympathy for the guy? Like, get you a know, guy. I mean, it's not like you're going to well, get better over the next year. I mean, yeah, we brought it up. I mean, you go back and read the. And I've cited this so many times. I mean, I should get my ESPN magazine subscription for free now. But if you go back and, and read the Wright Thompson story on him, mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I think it's clear by by how it's being treated now. And he's he's an he's an addict to baseball, and I don't think right. he can give up the sport. I, yeah. There's part of that's kind of sad, like. My immediate reaction when I read that story from him months ago was I kind of felt sad for him. He's a guy that I just don't think can truly walk away from the sport, and and, and that's hard. Th- and that is hard. And and you know now, do we need to feel sad for that, or do we say, hey, you know what, if there's a way to keep him around, I mean, I'm playing all sides no, of this, and and I kind of look at it, it is really out. But you know, again, if he wants to hang around, if he can be a positive influence on what they're doing down there, if if service is fine with it, if everybody's fine with it, then okay. And if by not having the day-to-day grind of playing, he can get his body in a little better shape and be in a position, you know, to do something for them on the field down the. I mean, I, I don't know. I that seems a l- well. He can't play at all this year. He's, he can't and, do and, anything this year. And where do they open their season next year? What, Japan. They have a road trip, right? Japan. Japan. Well, it Two might games be against Oakland. Maybe it's that. Now again, now the, the, the people say, "Well, you're not you're not trying to win if he's on the roster." Well, if a guy who's done for you what he's done, if Ken Griffey Jr on the famous phone call in Montana, knew that for the first time ever, the Mariners were, I mean, there's just no analogy that fits, but there was a game the next year that really meant a lot to him. And he opened up in Cincinnati. Well, you know, he had never played there. Let's say he had never gone to Cincinnati. And he, you know, that's where my dad played. I always, I'd love to, and they'd never played the Reds. And he said to the M's, I want to retire, but is there any way, is there a path that could put me on the chance to come back for just those two games? And they say, hey, you know what? Actually, there is. We make you a special yeah. assistant. We don't retain. You know, so I think I'm, it's a foregone conclusion he's going to play in Japan. I mean, sure. I think when he met with the media, and I think that Jerry Depoto basically essentially said so. Mm-hmm. He said so in every in every outlet, in the newspaper, on the flagship. He has said it on our waves as well. He said it again over the weekend, I think with an MLB network radio, basically just said, yeah, he's going to play there. I guess the one thing he hasn't specifically said, because I think they have some exhibition games, he could play in an exhibition game. Mm-hmm. over there and then decide to retire right like i don't think they have specifically said in case and maybe i've missed it that he is going to play against oakland now i would say as just as a baseball fan if he plays in the exhibition game now nah, come on it's an exhibition game whatever right if he plays in the regular season game that that's just where i i just have that issue with it but i, I would my if issue it's two, if it's yeah, if it's one or two games i wouldn't i get your point and and the exhibition game, you're right. Garth Brooks plays well, in, in, in I, you know, I mean, no one should have a problem if it's the exhibition. Right? Game. Who, Who cares? cares? But it's the weirdest setup. So we had a lot of fun on Friday or Thursday and Friday about where would he watch the game. God and I, God bless our listeners, man. We yeah. have, I, we think we're kind of funny. Like, where's he watching the game during the game? Yeah, because he can't be in the he can't be in the dugout. That's the rule. Okay, but he can. Take he could that be on top of the dog. It's just the. Is I he in the moose heard, outfit? 
We thought we had Moose Outfit. Yeah. Uh, we thought he'd be by the Ichi Meter. <laughs> he could about, be at the Hit It Here Cafe. Uh, for some for some reason, uh, uh, the Moose is spending an inordinate amount of time between innings with Mitch Hanniger out in right field well, why gauging. Is, well, why is the Moose <laughs> stretching so much? Someone wanted. And we had a lot of great. He could be on top of the dugout. It just said he couldn't be inside the dugout. We've always wondered, why can't he be in the dugout? Everybody else is in the dugout. Why can't he be in the dugout? How about he's in a, how about he's in a front row? Uh, they, they, they construct a special table, a front row seat at Edgar's Cantina, yeah. and, and, and they've got wow. a surreptitious bat phone where he can call in, yeah. and they'll have to have the translator because he doesn't speak sure. English, and he can tell service what he thinks is going on. Yeah, that or we, we wanted to, someone, I don't know who it was, but I think it's a great idea. We sent it on to a big wig, uh, old Kmart. Mm-hmm. Kmart, well, I'll think about it. Was right. Yeah, <laughs> but that's, that's, uh, Ichi's Slap Hitting Sushi Bar. Sure. Come on. It's Look, a gold mine, right next to Edgar's Cantina. Between that and Pinella's Smoking Lounge, and you would have it all kind of be the greatest <laughs> so thing ever. He watched, I believe, the first game on the game winner. He watched it. Uh, where did he watch Friday? I don't know if we knew that. Saturday, he was in the he was in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So he can be in the clubhouse. He can be in the clubhouse. He can watch in there. He came out after that after that great dramatic after win. After the wild win, yeah, he, yeah. He went in the handshake line. Yeah. Did he really? <laughs> yes. He did the handshake line. Wow. He came out and celebrated, which is, okay, you're part of the team. I mean, if no one would bat an eye, John Stanton, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I think I might bat an eye if I saw John Stanton (laughs) in the handshake line. But, Gas, he still had 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 things, a part of his uniform on when he came out there. It's an interesting thing. And and the other thing I thought about this, purely selfish and personal, which is how we all are at times. Is that for years now? I've been uh, I have been peppering, you know, beleaguered Mariners broadcast executive Randy Adamack, who is a, who's oh, a, a dear old friend of yes. mine. I have peppered him for years with the notion that I could help the Mariners. And the proposal I gave us is 15 years ago, probably. I said, "Why don't you hire me to be your deep thinker?" And he goes, "What what is that?" I go, "Here's what it is." I come in in the morning. I, I work an 8 to 5 job. I come in. I talk to everybody in the organization you want me to talk to, and I ask them what they're doing that day. Then I take all that. I go sit in an office, and I think about it all day. And then about 4 o'clock, I come back, and I tell you what I think about it, and then I leave. And, I mean, that hell, that's as valuable as a special assistant to the – and for years I've been <laughs> saying – that's what he's doing. No, but now I'm starting to realize they're not even serious when they tell me they're thinking about this with me. <laughs> Ichiro turns around and they go, hey, here, come on, we're going to do this oh. for you. I'm like, guys, I've crafted a whole job for you. I'm not asking oh. for much money. And they have zero mm. interest in me being a deep thinker. Oh, I love it. Wouldn't I help them? I think you'd be great at it. I think you'd be great. I mean, better than Ichiro. Better than Ichiro. All right, we're 20 minutes away from our big special <laughs> announcements. By, i got to be honest. As, close. as polarizing as Ichiro could be, I think if they announced, you know, we're canning Ichiro, we're going to make gas, then they'd be like, there'd be a lot of people going, all right, that really doesn't make I sense. Like I, I, I like it. The, it. Only if you can be in uniform. <laughs> just want you in uniform. Can I shake hands with everybody after the game, coach? Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I? All right, how was your weekend? Uh, we'll find out coming up next. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Jackson almost jinxed it right there. He goes in my ear. We have one more segment, so don't blow it. And I'm just thinking I'm not looking (laughs) down at my sheet because I don't know why I even wrote it down. Yeah, we have gone months without announcing or letting it slip uh, who who our new co-host will be here on the radio program. We're uh, 10 minutes away. Top of the hour, we'll make that announcement officially. This person, will he join us? Now, what time do we have to break if it's going to be 11 o'clock sharp? Now, remember, you've got a lengthy, wordy, meandering Neil Scott update you've got to fit into things. 
Uh, you got me rambling on about nothing for nothing <laughs> for hours on end. I mean, what time do we need to be done here? Oh, we need to be out at f- out at fifty four. And yeah, who, exactly, and, exactly. And, and Jackson, who's calling yeah. us? Huh? Ah, don't do it. Don't try to get him to do I, I, it. I really want to don't see that. Good, good. Spill it. Huh? Uh, that uh, actually wasn't Jackson being as sharp as that. He answers a lot of questions that way. I huh? do actually. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, we kind of figured out a little bit what was going on, but how's everyone's weekend? Gas? How was your weekend? My weekend was great, and the, the I did I did a lot of things. I traveled out east, and I, I saw some some uh, saw my brother in Philadelphia, which is awesome. awesome to bump Does into he him. Live there? He lives in Philly. Okay. Unless I bumped into him, I, I stayed at his house. Oh, I, so <laughs> I more than bumped into him. Like, hey, can I stay at your house for? free you i'm doing all this work <laughs> i love it uh but i also i was really excited about this this happened friday while i was gone uh i got a chance to work on one of the coolest stories i've done i've, I've been so fortunate to do a lot of writing writing's a passion of mine i yeah. love doing it i hope i'm good at it i think i'm okay you know i don't need backpacks for that but i, I like telling stories via the the written word uh, and a story kind of came across uh, our teal and i were, were talking about this and this effort to rebuild the old shell house up at u and I wrote a story for Art Site, Sports Press Northwest. I'm going to put it on my Twitter feed at, uh, at Gasman206. It's been out there a couple times. But if you haven't seen it, this this building, this you, we saw what happened when you're indifferent towards things. And the, the, the city council's like, oh, let's let the Sonics go to Oklahoma City. What could go wrong? And you lose a piece of your history, and it's gone forever. Yeah. Here's an effort that's being made to save a piece of Seattle sports history. And, and it's going to cost some money, and there's fundraising and all that. But it's a cool story for you to know about because it's the whole boys in the boat thing, yeah. the 1936 uh, a UW team that won gold in Germany and befuddled Hitler. You know, this was going to be the Olympics where no, nobody but Germans won. And it's a cool story, and uh, that that's one of the things I did this weekend awesome. was get that published, and it was really a fun project to work cool. on. Cool. Uh, Jackson, besides Sunday, how was your weekend? A, a lot of my weekend consumed of sitting on my butt playing Madden and listening to Dave Matthews' live concerts. <laughs> that Because I am are, completely <laughs> obsessed with Dave Matthews, so yeah. my week. What's your wife doing when you're doing this? So she, uh, she wondering where half my the husband time, is. You know, half the time she was uh, with in our in our bedroom with the door closed so that she couldn't hear and mm. didn't have to deal that with me. That was both Friday. I mean, we know what you did Sunday, but that was a Friday that was, and Saturday. That was, that was Friday, and then Friday night I went out with my buddy Andrew Howard, who called the Sounders game uh, okay. against Columbus right there here. That's something KJR, new. Where'd so, you guys go? Uh, we went to three bars in Ballard. Went to the Market Arms, which is wait, wait, wait. number who, one soccer bar. Wait a minute, who called the game on KJR? Andrew what? Harvey. Why is that? Uh, Matt Johnson did TV. So Andrew Harvey, who I know Andrew, mm-hmm. and Matt, Matt Johnson's doing TV now? Uh, well, he does it at, at times when he's needed on the TV side. Okay. So Andrew uh, Harvey. I just have to say, I need to be, I like to Filled be up to in. date. So okay. Harvey, so we, we went out That's... to uh, Market Arms, we went out to uh, a, a country bar in, in Ballard that he likes, a shingle something, I think it's called. The country um, bar? Yeah, there's a country bar in Ballard, it was fine. There's no country bar in Ballard. <laughs> there is, actually. No, there's not. There is, it's right along the main street there. I'm going with the... Jackson on this one, he seems very shingle adamant. Town? Uh, yeah, it, all I know is country music was playing. There was peanuts and, and hay on the floor. It was interesting. Oh, I, well, that is wait, a wait, new wait, one peanuts and hay? Yeah, it was interesting. Was, was there really hay on the floor? Yes, there was actually Does hay on the floor. Does it have a garage door open like the, like, that goes looks out to the street and no. open up like a garage door? No. A no? country was it just some dude country, Market yeah. Street? Is it a chance yeah. that you were at some dude's house? And Are you, just you don't sure you were in Ballard or like someplace I absolutely else? absolutely was. I'm pulling it up Type right now. Yeah Shingle, yeah, Shingle Town. Yeah, that, that's not a country bar. Well, they were playing country music and they had oh. peanuts and hay and stuff, so it was a country <laughs> bar. <laughs> yeah. Is that, wait, wait. The, are, that the requirements for a country yes, bar? Yes, country music, country peanuts, music, and hay. Peanuts yes. and hay, and then it's a country and bar? And then we went to the one of the best places in Ballard, Hattie's Hat, which has sure. unbelievable tacos. Hattie's Hat is an institution. Hopefully that never 
goes away. What about you? Are you going to go Neil? No, Neil. He probably Moisture Festival Part 3. No, that's over. That's over. I went to a house concert Friday night. A great singer-songwriter from the East Coast, Peter Movey. Then, of course, Saturday celebrated Cinco de Mayo with a number of uh, Mexican restaurants up on Capitol Hill. And yesterday (laughs) went to... <laughs> Went to the M's Angels game. I thought you were about to say, yeah, single to my office on Saturday, celebrate with a bunch of Mexicans. <laughs> well, you could have been. There's nothing wrong with that. I like that he went to a bunch of restaurants, though. Yeah, yep. Did, did you have something at every one? Yeah, it, 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 they were all packed, obviously, sure. on single to my office, yeah, so we just sure. kind of wandered nice. around. Friday night, what did I do? See, uh, Thursday, this was a long weekend. Thursday was the Georgetown Brewery Festival that we are our our. our, uh, our our giveaway, our charity event from uh, KJR Caresathon used to be the Graz and Gath- Gasathon. Mm-hmm, right, we, right. We started years ago. It was our ninth year. Uh, so hopefully everyone had a great time then. Uh, then Friday night, we uh, we celebrated the 40th uh, birthday of one of my uh, dear close friends, uh, Ryan, but we call him Ass Man. So Ass Man had his 40th birthday party at uh, Daniel's Broiler. And then uh, Saturday, we all got up uh, together and uh, we went over to uh, and played in a golf tournament up uh, north, uh, raising money uh, to fight cancer that my brother puts on. We we're there at Harbor Point. It was a lovely, great day up at Harbor Point. Weather was perfect. That's a great little course. Great I course. Say, well, great course. I remember drinks pl- were flowing. I remember playing Harbor Point when there when there weren't houses on the back nine yet. That's how that's oh how long God. ago I lived here. Jeez. It yeah. was because and you got out there. It's like man, it feels like we're way the hell out oh, here, shitty. man. And, and now it's like nope. It's, Course it's was in great shape. Everyone was great. The uh, the drinks were flowing. Uh, the food was wonderful. Everything. And then I just I spent Sunday just uh, recovering. Well, then I got done with the golf tournament. I wanted to go home. It was like ten thirty. Then I get a a text from my wife. Why don't you come and meet us out? I'm like I have been drinking since eleven. I really should probably just go to bed. And then I don't close out the <laughs> night. I say oh yeah you're right. I'll come out with you. And then I meet her at Tarasco's, which is a uh, uh, a karaoke bar in Ballard, just kind of tucked away off of 70th, and then I was there for far too long, and then spent all day yesterday trying to sleep. Is that how your wife's texts sound in your head? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> they all do. They do sound just like that. <laughs> but uh, it was a great weekend, but a long weekend. All right, coming up next, Neil Scott's got headlines for you. Then we finally, after months of speculation and biting and our tongue and holding our breath, We reveal our new co-host here on the radio program. Don't go anywhere.